If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, May 8th. My name is Jeff Dollar. And today I am grateful for spreadsheets. I've got of course a, you are. I've got you a love sp- spreadsheets. I got a spreadsheet going of studio equipment, mm-hmm. just an inventory of what we have, what we might need, which we'll explain more in a few minutes. But, uh, and what, because we have a lot of stuff that we have that we don't use. And if you don't see, it's out of sight, out of mind. So I'm putting everything on a spreadsheet so I can easily just reference and go, oh, you need to borrow something. I have that. Oh, we need to replace something. I have a backup mm-hmm. without having to go through, dig through right. boxes of c- cables and stuff. And it's just, I just really love in this, and there's stuff that we need that we don't have that I find online. I price out and put a link up for it. So when it comes time to, to get it, boom, it's right there. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for Mike Fowler, who is a friend of ours. And oh my gosh, we, so much has changed in life since we talked to you, since we recorded our show, we recorded it Thursday, then you heard Friday's show. And then, oh my gosh, so much has happened. First of all, um, our friend Mike Fowler passed away this weekend. Um, he had ALS, which is a horrible disease. Everybody, I think, knows that. And the rec- if, if you if you don't know ALS and how it works and, and what what happens, uh, I don't know the science behind it. I don't know the the health. Yeah, I don't know what the mechanics is inside the body, but I know that. It makes your body useless while keeping your mind intact. Sharp as a whip. So you are completely, you are as smart as you've ever been. You remember everything that you've always remembered. You, your, everything is, is fine in your brain as your body slowly stops working. And generally it's, it's from the outside in. So hands, feet up your legs, up your arms, yeah, you know, and you just slowly lose the ability to lose your entire body until eventually your respiratory system. It's stops horrible. Working. And it's, I think it's the word, it's a disease that I would not wish on the worst enemy I might ever make. It's no, it's in, inhumane. It's really inhumane. And I hope my hope is that over the next couple of years and like the next decade that ALS gets funding like breast cancer gets funding or because they've made so many changes by having the money to do the research. And I think a big part of ALS is they don't know what causes it and there is no cure for it. So I think with money, when you can put money behind research that leads to breakthroughs, which leads to, you know, changing people's lives. And, um, we found out, I think in what November, like that he had it. Or it was it was earlier than that. I, I think, think he was diagnosed in September. We found out. Oh, that's right. In like November, October, yes. November, and then he passed away this past weekend. So it was like pretty fast from when he when he found out and when we found out and and to now and and we haven't seen him since he's been sick. It's been something it was it was his choice that he didn't want people to see him in a decline, which I I totally respect. I feel so grateful that we were both able to text him um what we wanted to say to him. And I just realized I didn't we didn't even say how we know Mike. Yeah, he was 
hired 20-something years ago to be the general manager at Q100, which is the radio station I originally worked at in Atlanta. And he he laid the groundwork. And by the way, this isn't the only time we're going to talk about Mike um, because his services are going to be at the end of this month. And they've asked me if I would make some remarks. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I've been- Huge honor. Yes. And I've been putting those together in, in my head, which has been such a great- distraction from the fact that he's gone because it's all good memories, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, he was hired to be the, the boss at Q and hundred and kind of was, he, he was the biggest advocate for the radio station and for the Burt show in the early years. And he kind of cleared the path, cleared the trails Right. And then uh, he was, as, as it happens in radio, he was fired and, uh, and left Atlanta for, for several years, but we'd stayed in, in casual touch. And then he was hired to run star 94 and hired me to go work at star 94, which was life-changing in the best way. There was like a sentence that I will never forget. And I don't think many people know this, but he, you and he were texting and didn't he make a joke to you? Like call me when your contract runs up or something yeah. like in jest. And you're like, actually we were having dinner. I don't have a contract. Yeah. What do you got? And, um, he really was like a champion to get you over. I mean, not only did he hire you at star, like he was a Jeff dollar champion. Yeah. And, uh, remained so remained, he and I remained champions of each other when the company that owned star merged with another radio company and things changed and leadership changed and he was no longer my boss. Um, which was kind of cool because then we could just be friends Mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, he certainly was a huge advocate for me with upper management and he helped me navigate upper management related stuff. But it was, it was neat that the relationship changed where we could just be kind of friends navigating this new company together. Yeah. And I think a cool thing about Mike too, that I got to watch unfold when you were at star is like it, he is someone that managed you very well. And you always really respected him, even not, though sometimes not, not hard to do. And I'm not saying not easy to do. I mean, no, not, not, easy, e- to not easy to do at all. And he, it's not like he kissed your butt all the time. And no. like he was an actual boss to you and, and a leader. And I think that's a hard position to be with you. Uh, remember we did that. What was it? Was it the Enneagram thing where like your Enneagram number really loves to be led, but rarely respects leaders and the amount of respect that you have for him and the way he was able to speak to you and make you feel good about your talents and what you brought to the table is so unique. Like I hope that everyone has a Mike Fowler in their life and in their career. Yeah. So, uh, we got the call on Saturday morning that he had passed the the night before Mm -hmm. and it wasn't unexpected. No, no, we knew we knew that call was, was coming. And, and I don't know, I, it, it seems so cliche, but I'm so glad that he is released from that 
terrible, like that, the, the anguish of that disease. Yeah. And his, his family, like, I know he'll be missed. And he and his wife, Pam, were married for 35 years. He's got two kids. Uh, he's got uh, a son, Jack, who lives in South Carolina. His daughter, Emily, who Callie and I know a little bit better. She was Ellie's first babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know Emily better than than Jack. But she is, they're both successful and they're great. She's in college. And I'm so sad for the three of them, for Emily, Jack, and and Pam, who no longer have their dad and husband. But I'm so relieved that that I don't know where you go when you die. I don't know if you go to heaven. I don't know if you just go to sleep and that's the end of it. I don't know if if you get to hang out in the universe and spy on everybody. You know I what hope I mean? that's what you get <laughs> yeah. to do because that would be really fun. Hey, <laughs> miss me more. Right. I don't know if you get to haunt people. I don't know what happens on, on the on the other side of of that. Um, but it has to be better than what was happening while he was here in the, in the last couple Mm of months. So I'm, I really, I'm going to miss him. And like I said, I'm going to share some stories about him over the next week or two as I put all this stuff together. But, uh, I'm, I'm just so glad he's not suffering. God, that was awful. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's, it goes, I know everybody says that, but of all the people, he didn't deserve that. Literal last person, right? He is the most incredible person. He retired the past couple of years, like two years, Emily went off to college. So he retired a year or two ago. Emily goes off to college. So he and Pam have the house to themselves. They downsized. They got a super cool. It's like they were dating again. They were like going out. They were like having such an amazing point in their life. And then this happens. I mean, it, within a, within a year, a year and a half of him retiring. Yeah. It's just not fair. Jacked up. So, uh, and we did, we sent him, um, like, cause we kept in communication with his wife and stuff like that over text and she was reading him texts. So we both got to send what we wanted to say to him. And I'm so glad that you sent, sent your message um, and I think it's really important to tell people what they have contributed to your life. It's so hard to compose the last message that you will send to someone. Yeah. I put it off for weeks, you know, and I probably would still be putting it off if I didn't know, know that there was a, you know, if the, if the, there wasn't a zero, 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 zero count countdown on the clock, you know, yeah. because what do you say? Yeah. Sucks. Anyways. What did you say? Did you say thank you? Did you say? I don't even remember. Yeah. But he wrote back. He dictated something to Pam and she sent it back. So. And I think the last thing he said to you was a joke, which was yeah. like, you really like well, to laugh. I think the last <laughs> thing I said to him was, a, was a joke. Uh, which is what it should be, you know? Yeah. And so. I think that's the way he wanted it. Cause I think he, you know, from what his wife has told me, like there is no st- funeral where we're all going to be sitting around depressed. Like we're going to share really funny stories and laugh a lot and toast to an amazing person. That's the way that I want to go out too. Yeah. is like toast to me, tell awesome things about me, eat a great meal 
And, you know. And then I want a Viking funeral. I've decided. Put me in a boat, <laughs> set it on fire, push it out to sea. <laughs> Your funeral ideas or, are very expensive. Or Lake Lanier. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever is, or you know what, even that's, that's really, that if, if there's Not traffic, like, that's a pain in the butt, just the, that Atlanta water thing, you know, where they, where they do the sewage plant and then there's the water reservoir on the other oh, side. Oh, just of the like street. take you down to like the West side and yeah. then be like, all right, see you Put later. Put me on a boat, set me on fire, push me out. The geese will be confused because there's always geese there, but. And then, the, then I'll, once I get to the other side where that little fountain is, that'll put me out and it'll be that. And It'll then, be interesting because every time, if that happens to you, every time I go to the bathroom and be like, oh, I wonder if Jeff is in there. Because doesn't um, that supply all, all of our toilet water or drinking water? Yeah. I mean, you could have said every time I have a drink of water, <laughs> but you said bathroom. The so. bathroom feels more fitting because um, it feels like it would make you laugh. I am so, so that was the, so much sadness on Saturday morning. The sadness was somewhat alleviated on Saturday afternoon when I walked outside and out of nowhere, there's a lawn. There is grass. It is green. It is sprouting. It is not sprouting just in one place. The whole lawn. It's all over the place. And to the point where, because a couple days ago, I feel like only you and I could kind of see it like from an angle, you know? Yeah. And then I got a text message yesterday from one of our neighbors saying, I see grass with exclamation yeah. points because our um, backyard is kind of open to the front of the street so everybody can see in it. And she knows that how hard you've been working on the grass and she can see it from the street. I love it. We have grass. We have grass. So it, it looks a little... You know what? When a guy's got thinning hair and he probably should just shave his head, but he's really hanging on to it. That's what it looks like right now. Yeah. But it will fill in. Um, I, when, when you spread the seed, I'm so fascinated by grass seed because supposedly every seed is just one sprout of grass, which would make me think that the entire lawn, when you put the seed down, almost has to be. A carpet. Well, that's what I said. Like, I was like, I don't understand why it's coming up in patches and not like I was worried. Yeah, me too. But it seems to be coming up fairly. Well, and you made a great point too. Okay. So you plant a tomato plant or whatever. Don't come for me. People who know a lot about tomatoes, you plant any plant, right? Sometimes you get tomatoes that grow before others, but that doesn't mean the whole plant's not going to grow. It just right. means one grew first and then it's not going to be the only one. Yeah. Right. So that so, was like a good analogy. I but thought. I, I'm just excited because the whole point of the, having the lawn was just having a place for Ellie to, you know, run around and kick her soccer ball and chase the dogs back and forth, whatever. And they, the, it will be, she will be able to be on it within the next three or four weeks, which is cool. The Are you going to let the dogs on it? Are you going to let her chase the dogs on it? Yeah, but after it has to be mowed once or twice. So mm -hmm. it's, fr it's fragile until, yes. until then. Um, like I won't put, I won't let her slide stay on it. I'll take her slide down. She can use it mm -hmm. for the first, you know, once the, once the grass is in, but I'll try to put it back up and for a couple months. Yeah. Uh, we also found a new coffee shop this weekend, which I didn't think would bring me so much joy. Two. Jeff and I 
two new coffee shops and I'm so proud of you. Well, one is not in our neighborhood. So one we went to, I really wanted to try. There's this place here. They have, it started in Nashville. It's a donut shop that everyone talks about. It's called Five Daughters Bakery. And I have been thinking about it because we were down at Ponce a couple weeks ago and we were like, oh, we should try one of those donuts. I've heard a lot about them. And we left without trying them. Totally forgot And I've been thinking about them since then. And I think they're like vegan. I don't know. They're like made with pretty cool ingredients and whatever. So we went, we got up and Jeff's like, do you want to go get donuts? And I was like, yeah, I definitely do. And we went down to this place. It's called the West Side in Atlanta, which is a really cool area. I have not been in like six months. And to me, it looks like a totally different area. Yeah. It is very hip. It is very cool. I probably haven't been down there other than just passing through in over a year. I mean, it might've been pre pandemic. Yeah. Since I, Oh, it definitely was pre pandemic. I think. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, went down there and there's this place. It's so cool though. It's so cool. So we got donuts. Then we saw this little, it looks like a, like a pod or like a storage pod kind of, but it's a coffee shop. And it's called Brash. And I think there's a bunch of them down here, but they're all in like really cool areas. We're more in the suburbs. And we got coffee there. I got a lavender honey latte, which feels very trendy and in town. I, Callie Callie will say, I think, correct me if I'm wrong. You will still say that you're not a coffee drinker. You find whatever the Starbucks drink is that you like and you run with it for six months. Yes, that is correct. You're not a coffee drinker. No. And if Starbucks doesn't have this drink that you're running with, you'll go to a different Starbucks. You'll look on the app to pre-order. So you're a you're a coffee drink drinker. Yeah. So it's really difficult to get you out of your Starbucks routine. And well, that's and I why don't I don't even like love Starbucks. It's more, I, I didn't drink coffee until I, until I started working at CNN. And then I was on overnights and Jeff's like, Callie, I know you don't like coffee, but trust me, you're going to need it. Didn't I give you a little espresso maker for your office when you, you started? You did. And you used to make me coffee and put it, do you remember this? In the fridge overnight, like when we were engaged and newly married. And you would leave it in there because you you got in a great habit of making your own coffee drinks before you were going to work. Was it the I would use the little pod thing and put like a splash of milk in it? Was it espresso? You would put you would make you had a whole drink, and I think there was like some caramel flavoring or some sugar free vanilla. Yeah. It was whatever you drank at Q one hundred is what okay you made for me when I started working there. So I'm like, okay, fine. I don't like the taste of coffee. To me, it's very bitter, but then people are like, oh, you know what you're going to like is this drink at Starbucks. So I started drinking that. It's not that I particularly love Starbucks, but to me, it's tolerable. And anything to me that's tolerable without mass amounts of sugar is fine. What I have been, what I don't love about Starbucks is like all the chemicals, all the additives, whatever, to which somebody could say, well, then just drink black coffee. Um, no, because that tastes horrible. And I'm not there, right, in my in my coffee journey. But I do like the idea of like homemade syrups and stuff like that, homemade sweeteners. And Brash had that. So I was really excited. It was delicious. I loved it. Then, and I don't know if you know this, Jeff, but I, we, everyone knows this part. We are obsessed with our neighborhood. We love it. It's still... I would consider it to be in the city, but a lot of people are like, you live in the suburbs. It doesn't feel suburban to me, which is why I like it. And it's very like close to, you know, I still consider myself a city girl, but there are no 
like coffee shops, like trendy craft coffee shops around here. And that is my only gripe about our area. They have like a French, um, restaurant that has like hardcore drink. Like they have you can a, get amazing espresso. There's a French restaurant, uh, called cafe Vendome. And if you go there and get a shot of espresso, you will at some point within the next 90 minutes, pause whatever you're doing and think that you're having a heart attack. Yeah. I mean, it's like real, <laughs> real coffee. It's real coffee. Um, and they have some places like that. Uh, but they, what they don't have, like I, in my head was like, I want a coffee shop where like Gwyneth Paltrow, like people from LA would drink their coffee, you know, like kind of, you know, fancy. Yeah. Craft coffee. Quote unquote. Yes. That's what I would call it. Craft yes. coffee. Um, so I have for the past year and a half or so been typing the word coffee into Google maps just to see what would come up around us. And there's like a shocking amount of either sandwich places with coffee or whatever that aren't open on Sundays around us. I don't know why. Cause we're not, it just is not that kind of an area, but okay, fine. To, or yesterday I typed in the word coffee and this place came up called valor and it was like five minutes from our house. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go try it. It was so cute and ballsy because Jeff Dollar, where is it? It's in the same plaza as a Starbucks. But I appreciate that. Yeah, good for them. That's confidence. Apparently their first one was an Alpharetta. You know what that is? That's, you know, when you go to prison, what you're supposed to do is punch the biggest dude right in the face. Yes. That's the thing. You know, so, I, t- I tried to tell Ellie <laughs> that about preschool too. Like when you get to school, you find the biggest kid, you just go kick him. Callie's like, I don't think, it, I don't think preschool works like prison. No. Like then you steal his cigarettes and you give them to all the other people. Callie's like, I don't think they're, I don't think, no. But that's what Valor's doing. Yeah, essentially. Um, and it's just a totally different crowd. Like they make handmade pastries. They have all this stuff. I got a vanilla lavender latte, um, but they also have- you got, you got a lot of air freshener themed drinks this weekend. I mean, I'm into it. I'm living my best semi LA life right now. And then they also had, um, what was the other one that looked really good? A caramel cardamom. They had mocha, which I got you, a mocha flavoring, which I got you. Um, and then they had a creamsicle latte. Oh, I would have tried that. Um, they didn't. It said coming soon. That sounds good. But we got to go get that because it was like orange peel. And like I 1000% would drink that. Somebody said to me once that Starbucks food and drink feels all like it's 3D printed. And I have... I can't not unhear that. And so I've been trying. So I'm so excited that you're more into the. And it's right down the street from our office. Yeah. Too. So that's super cool. And I like supporting local. The people that worked there were so nice. And I was like, oh, how how long have you guys been here? And they're like a month. And he's like, I got to be honest with you. I'm thinking about moving down here. The people in this neighborhood are so nice. I'm like, yes, we are. And welcome to the neighborhood. Like you are going to do great here. People are going to love it. So yeah, Valor, V-A-L-O-R. If you live in the Atlanta um, area, they have Alpharetta and then one in Dunwoody and 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Thrive Cosmetics is an amazing company with an equally as amazing mission. They make certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free 
beauty products made with clean skin loving ingredients and causes in the name for a reason. As part of their mission, every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, and more. Now I have a couple favorite products. One of them is the Brilliant Eye Brightener. So it's a highlighter stick and okay, don't let the word highlighter stick scare you away, right? Because I am not a super duper makeup guru, but this is so easy. It's kind of like a pencil. You just like roll it up. You put it in the corner of each eye near your nose and it looks like you had a great night's sleep. It is the easiest makeup trick that I know to make you look like you know what you're doing, even if you don't. And it has more than 10,000 five-star reviews for a reason. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside for 15% off your first order. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. A celebrity, an athlete, was humiliated on Instagram. He's an L.A. Laker. He was humiliated on Instagram over the weekend and it's his own fault. I did not see this. The guy goes to a store. He buys an entire outfit. $2,500. Oh my gosh. Right. Uh So, but he's a pro basketball player. That's true. So he's, you know, style and he buys a $2,500 outfit and the owner of the store or one of the employees of the store is so excited because in the coverage of the game, there's a picture of the guy coming into the stadium and he's wearing the outfit that he just bought. Yeah. How cool is that? Super cool. So cool. Except the day after the game, he came into the store and returned the entire outfit. <gasps> now, the person who checked him out, let's say on Wednesday, mm-hmm. right? The person who did that transaction on Wednesday was not working on Saturday when he brought it back. And so didn't see the transaction. So he, so, so that guy comes into work. So this all happens. That guy reports for work on Monday morning and somebody says, uh, Hey, did you, or the guy says, Hey, did you guys see that so-and-so was wearing our outfit at the game? walking in the tunnel, walking to the, you know, walking into the stadium or the, the arena on whatever day. And they're like, uh, he returned that. So he bought it or to the game, returned it. And they called him out. They posted on Instagram. I hope that the um, salesperson wasn't paid commission. And then <laughs> I unpaid hope. commission. Yeah. Like, cause if you, I mean, I used to work retail, like $2,500. That would be a huge day for us, you know, especially if you're getting commission on your stuff. I don't think he's shopping at the one day sale at Macy's. Well, I know, but you know, know, I don't know. It's still a nice commission. I would want a $2,500 commission. Here are your three. Do you guys work on commission? Big mistake. Big. Huge. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is that Lay's potato chips is introducing 
three new sandwich inspired flavors. You know, I love sandwiches, so I'm very excited about this. Um, the first one is, I don't know about this one, Lay's BLT sandwich, smoky bacon and tomato, and a savory crisp spin on one of America's most beloved sandwiches. You know what? I actually, I have a thought. Are these available everywhere or is this a gimmick? Uh, they're available nationwide, but only for a limited time. Before you share the other two flavors, mm-hmm. can we sometime over the next 24, 48 hours try to, can you try to find these at a grocery store mm-hmm. and then let me taste them? And you tell me what the flavors and are? see if I can figure out. Sold. Because to me, it's, that's never the case. Oh, they never, you're like, well, I kind of taste a little bit. Well, if you're looking at the package and it says, this is BLT, you're like, oh, I definitely taste the, yeah. the mayo in the, in the, in the tomato. Mm-hmm. I definitely taste that. But without that inspiration, without seeing the picture, you're like, this is a, this is a salty handful of armpit ketchup. Mm-hmm. All right. Your second random thing is wear your favorite clothes in your wardrobe on Mondays Science supports the fact that clothing can improve negative emotions because if you look good, if you know you look good, you feel good. I've said this for years. Yes. So the psychologists are suggesting that you on Monday mornings, or I'm sorry, Sunday evenings, pick out the clothes that you're going to wear on Monday morning. So you're not rushed and just throwing something together. That's going to be uncomfortable or ugly so that you are wearing some of your favorite clothes and you feel good going into the work week. Love it. And your third random thing for today is the most searched searched destination on Google is what would you say? Uh, I don't the Eiffel tower, Las Vegas. The top desired travel destination, um, and that would be for Americans. New York City was raised, was ranked second, which is what I would have said. Um, and then followed by Miami, San Diego, and Chicago. Los Angeles isn't in there. And in the not in the top five? Nope. Huh. Yeah. Um, and those are your three random things for today. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. We're going to share some very exciting news with you tomorrow, but I want to acknowledge it now because earlier in the episode I said, oh, I'll explain more while I'm making this, while I'm making this spreadsheet. But the very short version is uh, 1022 is getting legit. Legit with a capital LA. We'll explain tomorrow. Hey y'all, this is Lisa, longtime listener of Jess from like Q100 days. And um, anyways, I love you guys. But um, I live down in the Virgin Islands. I do like daytime boat tours and boat trips. And we go by Epstein Islands every day. People always want to go by and ask questions. Um, and they always make the comment that's like, this island is never going to be pretty because of how awful the things were that happened. But honestly, the islands have a strong healing power. It's so weird. And it's not the island's fault that there was such a heinous person living there. And the island itself is so beautiful. So I hope that the guy that bought it does turn it into a resort. And it brings a lot of really beautiful people and beautiful memories down here because it is so beautiful. 
And it's not the island's fault that that dude was a freaking creep. So, anyways, love you guys. Keep rocking on. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Mother's Day, Callie. And love you guys. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Pam. And I was listening to Friday morning's episode. And I heard you guys talking about um, referrals for students that do good things. And I work at a high school. And we do something called positive referrals for our students. So we call them in and we tell them good things. Thanks for all you guys do. I start my day every day with you guys, and I appreciate it. Love you guys. Bye. So I'm a seventh grade science teacher. One of my kids goes, man, I didn't like that substitute. Like she was, she was mean to me. You know, I was trying to put lotion on, and she told me to stop and that it was inappropriate. And I said... Well, let's call him John. So, John, let me ask you a question. Did you have your pants pulled down? He said, well, yeah, but I said, no, no, no buts. I said, do you understand <laughs> from her point of view how that could look weird? And he goes, I mean, I guess so, but, like, it's not inappropriate. I had shorts on. So, anyway, that's kind of the thing. Is like he always has basketball shorts on. He'll pull his pants down to put lotion on his legs or whatever. But I could see how that sub would be like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing, you know? So, Anyway, I had to ask a kid if he had his pants pulled down and if that's why the sub said that he was being inappropriate. So, love you guys, love the upside, and I will talk to you later. Bye. I have another entry for the weirdest thing that teachers have said this week. Um, today I said, if I see Vienna sausages fly across my room one more time, I'm calling all your mamas. Happy Teacher Appreciation Week. We made it to Friday. Have a good weekend. Bye. Okay, I literally stopped during the middle of the discussion about the Epstein Island period. I know you said resort could be a way to split the energy, but hear me out, Callie. What if it was one person, but they opened a senior dog sanctuary on the island? That would flip it. All right. Later. But I have a certain set of skills that allow me to deal with this stuff. And then I realized with gratitude, optimism is sustainable. If you can find something to be grateful for, then you find something to look forward to, and you carry on.